episode three of Teachers Talking Teaching. I'm Marco, and today we're going to talk about getting the most out of summer vacation. I got Kristen along with me, and we have also a third guest. Woo! Yeah. This is what happens when COVID spikes in Texas and you can't record at someone's apartment. You have to use the app, Anchor, who's, I would say, I think, Kristen, I think we should probably do a spot for Anchor right now. Like, Anchor makes it so easy to podcast. Yes, it so does. You should probably use Anchor. Um, I guess it's our official sponsor. But one of our good friends from the middle school that we met at, uh, Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. Hello. Hi, how's it going? It's good. Um, Kathleen is an international teacher, and she's teaching in a one room, one bedroom right now. And I'm just kidding. You're not teaching anything. You're just you're staying there because you can't go back to China. I'm relaxing for yeah. the summer. Yeah, that's, so. you're getting the you're most. Getting out of the, the most. <laughs> yes. <laughs> getting the most of my summer here in Texas. in Texas. It's not the same uh, when I'm, I'm in China. So summer always yeah. has to happen in Texas. Exactly. So uh, today's episode is about getting the most out of summer. Last episode, we did talk about COVID and how we're staying safe and socially distancing and kind of sorting through that. Um, But, you know, COVID's still a thing. And chances are we're going to have another podcast about COVID in the future. Probably when we reopen schools. Yeah, we'll see what's going on, how things shake out. Hopefully because... COVID's on the decline Hopefully. next time you do it. Oh, yes. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. For sure. So we're going to start off with one of our favorite new segments. It's our favorite because it's new and it's improved and we're improving ourselves in our <laughs> podcasting. And the segment's called... It's first time ever. First time ever. It's already our favorite. It's called Headlines. All right. So we're going to go and dive into the world of education. And this is just your top headlines uh here in central texas school is going to start in about uh they're going to take three weeks to figure out what's going on so we're not starting on time um well we're starting we're We're starting but we're not not in person yeah uh defunding schools is apparently a thing so if we don't reopen we're not going to get any money hey Um, so one thing about that though yeah i was reading about is that if the public health people say that you can't have school then it's probably that they can't not pay us or that right. they'll they'll have to as long as you're providing education to the children then probably get the funding at least currently those are things that i've been reading yes i'm curious if that's legal oh uh, my gosh girl and i don't know anything about that so yes that's yeah, maybe another topic it's above <laughs> our pay grade for sure so, well it's that's the thing is like so many headlines and they're kind of like either they're contradictory or they are like you have to read so many things to feel like you really know yeah. what is actually happening yeah so these anyway. topics are too meaty yeah to learn in one place so this is this is an idea that not funding schools if they don't have an in-person option. Yep. And that's just and and again we're from Central Texas, so this is just our in the the whole state. It's really Texas is what they're talking about. Um, gov, our governor was saying that oh well you're going to get funds. Um, don't listen to everybody else. But I I was also reading today um, 
the athletic directors, because also, you know, with coaching and everything, uh, I think one of the quotes that I read was, is that we don't know who to listen to. So they have, you know, TEA, right. <laughs> they have UIL. <laughs> they have right, the, like all these different they have agencies. The governor, and then yeah. they have the local health authority. Um, yeah. Another headline, too, is uh, kids aren't carriers, so they'll be okay. And uh, and then I only have to name uh, it's just one name, Betsy DeVos. I mean, Ugh. she's everywhere. <laughs> and uh, but it's not too bad because we have Hamilton, right? <laughs> Hamilton makes everything I'm Disney better. Plus. We have if you, everything's okay. Everything's we have okay. <laughs> you have uh, you have Hamilton, like the world's okayest musical. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have a chat about that later. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we no, we, we did a counseling session earlier. True about it, but yeah, that's we, okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, even no, if I it's liked not. It. I liked it. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I learned a lot. Can't go back on it, Marco. You guy. said it. He put it out there. Yeah, <laughs> I learned a lot. So, Kathleen, what do you what do you think? You know, you're an international teacher. Yes. Um, you left Texas and then you came back, and this is what happened. So, what do you, what do you, what do you make of all these headlines? We already know um, how you feel about Hamilton, but yeah, love Ham Hamilton. Um, it's kind of I'm in the same boat that y'all are with the whole like head spinning because everything is coming out um, from multiple news outlets, but then it's also coming from your district. And I don't have a district; I have my school that gives me information, and of course, my information is a little bit different because yeah. I have to follow. Um, like, you know, China's regulation, the Shanghai's regulations and the Shanghai Education Commission. But I'm concerned because I don't know if the teachers here in Texas are getting a straight story. Because when I talk to my friends, um, there's a lot of almost whiplash. They're yeah. just getting flung from one side to the other. And then you hear these horror stories of teachers, um, you know, writing out their wills and living. Yeah. Like, I, you're just like, what? I'm sorry. I'm supposed to teach your child not get sacrificed so that you can prosper while my family gets destroyed. Um, yeah. But like the one that stood out to me of the headlines was students can't be carriers. I was like, so what? Yeah. Where? Who? What? When? Point of Point of interest, uh, Kathleen, as a science teacher, yes. has a science background, so she knows yes. the science things. Yes, but remember, it's middle school, so there, there's hey, a limit. You yeah, still have I, Yeah, I middle do. school science experience okay. uh, probably, has, you have more science experience than what our leaders have. So Yes, that it, is very could, true. You can probably say that. Yes, I, I and I, I firmly believe that, that yeah. I have more education um, than some people at the top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, just, it flabbergasts me because I came over from China in early February. So like February 3rd, when I thought, oh, well, I'm leaving China pretty much. This is the hotbed of the disease. And, you know, by the time it gets to the United States, the United States will be prepared um no yeah i'm eating my words and no. teachers who didn't leave china are now pretty much you know they, they just got news that movie theaters are going to be opening up and they've been going out to brunches and i'm sitting here like basically self-quarantining since yeah. march um or just self-isolating 
but um, that's very frustrating when we have all these resources and some amazing experts um, that we're not listening to. Yeah. It's like a kick in the gut. Well, as your friend, I just, as I'll, on behalf of Texas, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> welcome home. <laughs> yes, welcome has, to Texas. Texas uh, welcomed me with open arms and is not letting go. No, nope, can't get they're a flight. holding you back, holding you tight <laughs> in Texas. That's true. <laughs> we just and, love you so much. Yeah. So much, I can't escape it. <laughs> well, we but, did. I, we, we did pretty good. Like there was the moment of you know March. It yes. was like March and April were like hell yeah, we got it we're, controlled. Like we're good. Yeah. And then our solidarity. We were all in it together. There was very few people that were like against masks, but as soon as they got a little taste of freedom, I think when the first person got their haircut. That's when <laughs> that's when it started to go downhill. It's like or just you a know, drop of alcohol just started yeah. the party. Yeah. Or you know how it's like you give every the kids like assigned seats. Yeah. Right. And then the day you let them choose. And you can't go back. No. Like it's just human nature, you know? <laughs> like it's always easier to loosen up, but yeah. to tighten up after loosening up. Yeah. It's uh, it's hard for a human nature standpoint. But I think um, it, there's a little bit of the reason why people like weren't saying much about masks is because they couldn't go anywhere. Everything mm-hmm. was right. closed. Yep. So um, when you go to the store and they're like, you know, only letting so many people in at a time, and it, it's not that big deal because you're you're not going anywhere. But then all of a sudden, you can go places. And then these people who might not have um, really been sticking to the mask rules, being yep. told then to do it, they were just like, what? And mm. everything just, you know, snowballed. Yeah. Just wear masks, people. I want to go back to China. <laughs> I, would, I would like to yeah, teach back in people, my classroom. I've, I've, you're Quote the first the person I ever heard say that. Like, <laughs> just wear masks. So I, I can go, go back to China. <laughs> True, because when it really comes down to it, there's so many people in the United States that came home during this pandemic because we thought this was the safest place. Mm. Bummer. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) How quickly we were getting wrong. Yes, but it's like for us to, you know, start school again, all these uh, international schools are in a conundrum because they're like, okay, can we get our teachers back? Can we get our international students back? Like, it's... It's a big hot mess everywhere and yeah. nobody's immune to it. So Kathleen, um, tell us a little bit about like just a little bit about your school and your situation. Cause you know, teaching in China right now, that's like, like, that's very like, what's going, what's it like? What's your, what's your kind of program that you work with? Um, you know, if, when you were there, were you there when like the outbreak happened? So, um, I'm in Shanghai and our school follows the Amer- a U.S. curriculum. And so like for science um, and history, we get to choose kind of what programs we want from the United States. And then we also have IB. We have um, a very enriching culture and we're really big on social emotional learning. And it really is an awesome place. And I really enjoy where I work. I get to teach. I'm not, you know, 
bogged down by all of the um, paperwork like I was in mm -hmm. the States, because since I did teach in the States for 10 years, it's, I, you know, I got kind of beaten down and I was just ready for a change. So and the school that I work at is amazing and I work with amazing people, but the students are exactly the same. <laughs> They, that's my, cool. my no matter where you are, exactly. My students in China, they're like, but we're better than your students in Texas. And I'm like, hold up. Hey, no. yeah, like, let's, let's, let's stop there. Yeah. Yeah. Stu students will be students no matter what. The only yep. difference is my largest class ever in China was 22. And that was only one <gasps> class in the past four years. Most of my classes are around 18. And that makes a huge difference when doing, when yeah. just teaching. People like is to it, say class size doesn't matter. Oh, yes, it does. It's oh, yes, amazing. It does. Is, it a, is it a school kids, like families pay to go or it's yes. part of a system? Okay. Pa parents pay. They're supposed to, students, the international uh, communities in China are changing a little bit. So it used to be um, a little different. Um, at the school I work with. So we're getting a lot more students as English as a second language that we're accepting. So they're um, like trying to bring in teachers who've worked with students um, that are learning English, but parents are very well off. But just like um, the students I worked with in the States, the students in China have the same, some of the same issues, absentee parents, parents not being around, you know, so and the students act really the same. So I had low students, I had the high students and everything in between. So when I look at my populations, I'm just like, there's no difference. I just have such small classes that I can work with my low students, um, yeah. like with fidelity and really engage with them and have like the students have a 45 minute lunch. Like it's amazing. I know Are you hiring or what? That's Dude, I think, in. well, probably right not now because all the teachers are trying oh, to get back to school. That's true. <laughs> but my, maybe in a year or two. Yeah, my niece moved to Barcelona last October and her daughter, they do like a two-hour lunch. And yeah. she just like walks yeah. home and like hang. Now school goes into like 5 or 5.30, but most parents like on the younger side don't get their kids, you know, yep. until, you know, a lot of working parents. So... My daughter is so jealous. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, Mom. No, I would be too. Yeah. Two hour lunch. Yeah. Right. But I think they shut everything down during that time. Like I think it's like like nationally, like Barcelona when it comes to lunch, especially like it's European true. countries. Yeah. Yep. Like they're yeah. like, Hey, lunch is your that's the most important meal of the day. So we're all gonna yeah. They eat dinner at night and everything night. like that. Yeah. It must be nice. Oh. So, so Kathleen, since we're kind of talking about summer and we're talking about your China, like, are there summer breaks? Like, how does the kind of school year work? So we, since we are following the American model, uh -huh. we have all of the American holidays. Okay. Uh, well, not all of the American holidays, like our Thanksgiving is like one day. Um, because we also have to follow the Chinese calendar as well. So oh. We have a shorter summer by a few weeks, maybe three or four, um, because we have three and a half weeks off for Christmas, but then we have a week and a half off for Lunar New Year. Um, oh, nice. Well, that's cool. And yeah. then we also have a week off, they call it Golden Week, which is the week that um, China celebrates its 
Cultural Revolution, um, when okay. China became China, or the People Republic of China. Is that spring um, break? No, we get we get spring break as well. It's in October. It's a week off, and it's <gasps> October. Yes. yes, and they get they celebrate the birth of their country. So your spring break is in October. Well, we also have spring break because we. Oh, the, so you have a spring break. Y'all have a lot of breaks. Yeah, so it's nice. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes, and it is amazing <laughs> because in. So when you're over here in Texas and you get spring break, you can go down to Mexico or you can go up to Canada. When you're in China, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to Japan. I'm going to go to Malaysia. So the international community um, goes on a lot of trips on these no. week to two week long breaks. So um, it's very eye opening, just the different cultures that you get to see. And in Texas, I would say that a lot of people think that the Asian countries are all the same. And until you go there and you start seeing their differences, yeah, um, it, it's like, it's just people aren't exposed to it. And so I really, really encourage people to travel as much as they can to really um, show the differences, but also the similarities. Like everybody in every country wants their children to do well. Everybody yeah. in every country wants their family to survive and thrive. So once you saw, start seeing those similarities, it's a lot easier um, to connect with them and not dehumanize them. Yeah. Totally. Some good wisdom there. I think we kind of went off the rails from the headline. No, Sorry. no. That, this is that what was, happens. It goes to our brain break, really. Yeah. When you think perfect. about it, um, you know, when – you know, the whole point of the whole point of the podcast is how to get the most out of summer. But before we get to that, you know, all these kids is exactly what you're saying. A lot of people take the time and they go travel. You know, a lot of your students probably travel to different countries while they're there, um, especially you have American students, too, that they go and they experience it. So they're pretty I'm pretty sure that they have really good memories as they go through summers and stuff like that in school. But what about y'all? What is y'all's best summer, like your best summer memory? Like when if you think back to. The kids you teach now at that age, what was the best memory that y'all had? I mm, That's a hard one because my summers were very similar to like in every year. So my parents were very much like I had a week or two of a soccer camp, usually a soccer camp at the beginning of the year or summer and then one at the end of the summer. I had Girl Scout camp that I went in between. Um, my parents were very strategic. So a lot of times when my sister was off at camp, um, I was at home, so they only had to deal with one of us at a time. That's um, awesome. Very yeah. It probably took a lot of finagling, but my mom's very determined um, mm -hmm. to keep her sanity since they were still working at the time or during when we had summer break. But also going down to the valley, my family um, being down, going down to Mission and seeing everybody down there and just connecting with family. And yeah. then... Um, sometimes that means my parents, when I was 16, sent me down to Mission, Texas on a Greyhound bus. Hell which, yeah, it's cheap. It's cheap. Yes, but um, I fall asleep on buses really easily. And oh my God, you missed the stop? No, I did not miss the stop, but the Border Patrol stopped our bus. Oh. And, and I woke up to the Border Patrol officer like in so nobody would sit with me on the bus everywhere everybody had a seat mate i did not i was the only um lighter skinned person on that bus 
And I felt really out of place because I can't really speak Spanish. Well, I can understand it better than I can speak it. And so I just kind of curled up and went to sleep for the, you know, six hour drive down and being woken up by a sharp poke and a guy, a really big guy with a bulletproof vest being like, are you an American citizen? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I'm 16. I'm just sitting here by myself. So I say, yes. And they're like, where were you born? I was like, uh, Austin, Texas? No, San, so San Antonio. I was born in San Antonio. And everybody's just like watching me. And I was oh just like, do, 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 please, can I just go back to sleep? Like, it was one of the most traumatizing things. Well, this I was, was like 16. That was supposed yeah. to be, we're supposed to talk about our best summer memories. But I, it sounds like that's a good one, too. But so. it, it sounds like it was a very strong memory. That's a very know? strong yeah. memory. Very strong emotion, which I imagine I, that would be for sure. But the whole summer was great, except for that one part, <laughs> because I got to be with my family. Like yeah. travel, like being able to be with my family was yeah. great. Um, I can't. I have to say that's probably even though we did do family trips other places. I really enjoyed going down to the going valley and family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about uh, you, Kristen? What's your What was your best um, summer memory? I don't want to say y'all are gonna make fun of me. Um, well, probably. I I I did band camp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Every I year did, you did band camp. Not every year, but um, a few summers, and it was it was super fun. It was super fun. Mostly just like not being supervised by a parent, um, mm, because yeah. by yeah. the time I came around and at that age, you know my. I was the only one at home. Um, so it was, that was just very exciting to just like wander around a college campus and stay in the dorms and all that. Of course, I also enjoyed being able to read for ridiculously long amounts of time and no one would come and bother me about it. Um, so that of course is awesome. But I did, I would do the same, like staying with my grandparents you know, for a week or two at a time, um, that kind of stuff. That was, that was also really good with summertime. Yeah. That's cool. Band camp, band yeah. camp and reading. <laughs> Don't forget family. Have we, have we figured out the nerd yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't I, sound nerdy at all. No, not at all. We had, you know, Kathleen's soccer camps and going to the Valley and getting like, prodded by a border patrol agent <sighs> Good in the middle, of a, the middle of a Greyhound bus. And then we have band camp and reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good times. So how about you, Marco? Oh yeah. Do I go now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's your turn. Uh, you're, the, you're the last one. I'm the last one to do our, to, to finish off our brain break. Um, my best summer memory, uh, I would say I, it was between seventh and eighth grade year. And the reason why it was so good, it was because you, I mean, we, we all taught at the same middle school, you know, the difference between a seventh grader and eighth grader, right? Like they're two very different people. Huge, yes. huge difference between oh seventh and eighth grade. And I remember like being just a jerk in seventh grade, you know, like I was, a, I was a terrible human. And I feel bad for seventh grade teachers. Cause I don't want to go. I, like I coach seventh graders. But man, if someone asked me if I want to go back teaching in seventh grade, I don't know if I don't know if I'll do that. It's I'll not do... too bad because that's it's, what I teach now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I pray for you. Like seventh graders <laughs> can be the worst. And I know I was. 
So I remember my dad and my mom, they were like, we went to my grandma's house, but we, our family was in West Texas and not the Valley. Now we go to the Valley. My fiance, she has family in the Valley. So we go there for summers now, but usually it was West Texas for me when I was younger. So like Balmeray, Fort Stockton, Pecos area, going towards El Paso. El Paso. And uh, I remember my dad, it's kind of a funny story. So my dad just got mad at his mom, my grandma, and was like, pack your things. We're going to the Grand Canyon. And I was like, I was like 11 or 12 going on 13. I was seventh grader going into eighth grade. And I remember like my mom was like, okay. So we started packing and, you know, we we stayed one more night. And then that morning, like at seven o'clock in the morning, we just start driving to the Grand Canyon. And my dad took us to, we went to, I think the first stop was like Flagstaff and we stayed near Humphreys Peak. And, you know, Flagstaff is like the northern part of Arizona. So it was like 65 degrees at night, you know, like 70 during the day because and then we thought it was summertime. And we go to the Grand Canyon, we do the Four Corners and all this other stuff. And, you know, we went, we stopped at the Petrified National Forest, Um, all these different Mm -hmm. like places in the Southwest that I never even thought I'd ever see, you know. And he took us, you know, it was like a, it was like a five day trip, four day trip. And we went all around the Southwest. And I just remember like, you know, during that time, I guess, you know, I don't know if, I, I don't know if it's like a, it's, it's a thing and like in your, it's like a shift in the mindset, but I just remember like thinking that whole entire time, like, you know, not only was I having a really good time with my parents, but it was like, I was reflecting on my year. I was like, man, I was really bad you know, and it kind of brought a whole new perspective. And then when we got back, it was like, it was probably one of the best vacations we ever had as a kid. So that one sticks with me a lot. But uh, that was that's probably my best. Because it it made me not be such an a hole. eighth grade year, (laughs) I think I think it I think it was I think it's a trip. I don't know. I don't don't know if it was like, just seeing different things or whatever. But it was it was awesome. I loved it's it. Just, I think sometimes it's something about like being able to go to a different place yeah. and sort of explore a different part of yourself or take some time for reflection, mm-hmm. you know, or give yourself that chance to kind of think over things because, you know, you're looking at a huge vista or, you know, and it just gives you that time to be able to, to let your brain make some connections. Yeah. You know, that's cool. My- my question is, was your dad still angry after five days? Oh, no. He was happy, but then he got okay, angry perfect. again, and we left. We oh. came back home the next day. We stayed, like, one oh. night, and then we <laughs> – No, I – you know, yeah, that's a whole – that's a whole different – that's a whole different podcast right there. <laughs> we can have a whole – we can have a whole podcast about family, so. Oh, oh you need – yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Let's do so it. Now, so now, <laughs> right – we like Kristen, you're already kind of talking about it. So now yeah. we're adults. We are. We're, uh, you know, we have yeah. families. Yeah, right. We <laughs> have, we're kind of adults, you know, families now, kids, you know, I'm getting married. Uh, Kathleen, you got your, your recent, you're, you're, you know, you just got married. What was it? It's been what, two years, a year and a half, three years? Uh, yes. This is the, we just had our second, second anniversary. So yeah, right. two years. Yay, congrats. Yeah. Thank you. So now as older people, right, we're not our 12-year-old, 13-year-old selves. Thank God. What is the – what is – yeah, right? Oh, my God. I, don't, I would rather be 28 than 12 for sure. 
So what's the one thing now that we kind of look forward to in the summer? Is there, you know, what do we, what do we do now? You know, do we still read and go to band camp or <laughs> take Greyhound buses oh down in the valley? I would love to go to band camp. I would totally go to camp again, oh like an adult soccer camp where, oh man, or just, just any, a, Girl Scout camp where I didn't have to be a camp counselor. That would be amazing. Too. <laughs> um, there is, I thought there was like uh, here in, uh, in Austin, they said um, at Lake Travis, I think it was a year ago or two years ago, they had a day camp, like a, like a summer camp for adults. And that would be amazing. Because I, you could drink and stay and uh, drink and, and stay and drink more. <laughs> I used to be a camp counselor and nice. I remember always thinking like, man, I want to go back to being a camper. Like mm-hmm. this is too much responsibility in the summer. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it changes when you have kids. And since I don't have any, I'm like, I'm sleeping in as long as possible. Like yeah. you can't get me out of this bed. Mm. Like, no, I'm going to read. And I just made Kristen very jealous. Yeah, um, that's fine. But it's also controlling like where I go for our summer breaks because my husband travels so much that sometimes we have to meet up at places. Um, so I do get a joy of planning things. So even though we know that I might not be able to see him for a month because of his job and I'll be in China and doesn't make it really easy sometimes for us to see each other. It's, it's, um, it's, amazing for me to sit down and say okay we're going to meet in singapore and we're going to do this trip together and then we're going to go back to texas where i can sleep for 12 hours a day if i want to so would you say that i mean it's it's pretty obvious your summers here as a teacher in texas versus your summer in china how vastly different it is or did you I know that you traveled, you know, you had yeah. you and another one of our friends, you traveled quite a bit even here in Texas. But do you feel like you travel more now for your summers in China than you did here? Oh yes. So much more. Because if I if I have to fly back to the States anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, most international positions, not just my school, but many, many across the world, they pay for you to go back to your home of origin like at least once a year. So I don't have to worry about that cost. So usually uh, my husband and I will go somewhere else first. So um, like, and, or we're like, okay, we're going to go back home for Christmas, but then that leaves my whole summer that I can do, um, go anywhere we want. Yeah. So, or we don't come back for Christmas and we travel that whole time and then we come back Texas for summer. Um, But international teaching does pay better than the states and cost of and living. And you get more and you get more breaks. I the breaks are chopped up so it's easier to go on these um on these little adventures and yeah. since also many international positions um they pay for part or all of your housing. So again it's just completely it's apples to oranges. Just I have the ability now to travel more and I'm on a side of the world that I never explored before. Yeah. So and when you're living in Texas, you've probably been to Mexico a few hundred times. You know, you've probably been to Louisiana. So, you know, you start kind of traveling to places near you. Well, yeah. now that you're on the other side of the world, you're going to travel to places near you that are just completely different. 
Yeah. So you you are of the traveling teacher for in oh, the yes. summer kind of oh, yes. group. get out of town. Yeah. Yep. You do the travel things. Yeah. Because that's I think that's one thing like teachers do different like you have different personality and I think travel actually is something a lot of teachers try to do in the summer because um, you have this long chunk of time to be mm-hmm. able to go do things if you are able to save up for it if you're not like teaching summer school or doing yep. other things i know that we have a lot of teachers who you know if they're in a financial situation that makes that hard but teachers get creative too yep That's true for how to do it how so what you, are, sorry go ahead i was gonna say you i mean i could go but i <laughs> it's more interesting when you have a kid like how do you because yeah, how do you not roll, only, like having a kid yeah. And then being off for summer and then you having a child that's also off for summer. But having a husband that's not out for summer, right, Kristen? Right, yes. I have a husband who is not off. He, like, has to work and stuff. So, and it's also different depending on how old your child is, you know. So, my child is seven, almost eight. So, like, when she was a baby, it was, you know... I think more taxing, like hard to have like a fun summer, you know, when you have like a one-year-old um, because, you know, there's, they're very needy and like they need you Trying to keep them alive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But now That's she's tiring. Been, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, so, you know, we, you do a lot of like close things, like you get out of the house, you know, like go to a pool or like go on a hike or, you know, try to get creative here or band together with your other teacher friends who have kids. Um, you know, that's one thing, like, I'm lucky that I have a few teacher friends who have kids too. So, you know, we could, and then our kids could play together and we could talk about whatever, or, um, so I think that's one, one thing that is really helpful, you know, because we have this weird schedule that like other people don't, (laughs) um, you know, or like, I'm this weird, I'm this semi stay at home so, like, there's also, you know, sort of the neighborhood, like, the other stay-at-home all the time people. And then I'm, like, semi. So, like, i kind of part of the group, but not. Uh, so, that's, like, a whole other thing. Um, yeah. But, like, I would say now, you know, with her being 7, 8, she's can be more independent, you know. So, I, I can't sleep in for forever, but I could sleep in a little bit and she'll entertain herself or, um, you know, like it, with it being this pandemic, my husband's working from home three days a week. Um, so like, you know, there's someone else in the house. If I just need to leave the house for a while. Yeah. (laughs) For a while. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just like go be somewhere else. It's a mental yeah, break. for for a few yeah. days it was you know oh. you had you came over and we had uh, we we recorded the first couple episodes here and obviously social distance and everything was you know right. sanitized and all that stuff but you would take time and we would come over here have some you know share some laughs record yeah you, know, you got your mind off of things and stuff like that so that's that's pretty cool yeah so, so you know I spend time like I've started. Uh, actually playing some video games with some friends hell yeah Yeah, you know so uh you know also like with it being this weird thing i'm like figuring you know it's figuring out how to keep connections and relationships with people um so and i do still read a lot and now now 
my daughter's at an age too where like she'll play minecraft and like i'll watch her play minecraft or like i'll go be like i want to play like (laughs) (laughs) uh so i look for me at this point this summer is like it's a good recharge so whatever i'm doing i'm just looking for a recharge and a de-stress and spending time with my daughter as much as I can in like positive fun ways, but also some learning, you know, she's, yeah. like, she's at an age though, where she's like, mom, like she knows what I'm trying to like slip in the learning. Does everything have to be a lesson? <laughs> yes. Like, mom. It's ingrained too deeply. Yeah. I know. I can't help it. I'm like, Oh, a teachable moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but she knows when it happens now. And so she, yeah. It and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'll just, but still look, learn. So, um, I, I look forward to also just not having to do things, yeah, like that, that non structure. Like, I could lose two hours to daydreaming if I want because that's Ooh, nice. like in my nature. I, I enjoy <laughs> like just staring out a window for a while. <laughs> Got good at that going on road trips, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Road trips are very good for that. And then we we've started to do some travel with her being older. Cause I was I like if you've ever seen people traveling with young children, like it never looks fun. Nope. And this just might be my own impression. Um it's not. Like, it doesn't I look just, fun at all. Yeah. It's like the children are crying or like they're tired or you know, whatever. Parents are crying. Yes. <laughs> So, so we do, you know, we trips, I have, my husband has friend, uh, family in New Orleans. So we would do that or we'll go stay with my parents who live out in the country. Um, you know, my daughter and I will go hang out with them, you know, days and days. So that's, you know, another nice, you know, small trips. Um, because like, you know, they still think elevators are cool, right? Like, <laughs> or if you just go stay at a hotel that has a pool, like, yeah, you know, it's like the, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've talked a lot. How about you, Marco? No, you you talk just enough. You know, did I? Okay. Yeah, I think I think you I think you you hit, you hit it all the questions that we're gonna answer in one okay. thing. One long ramble. One long ramble. Hey, it was it's the, the podcast. Are. People want to hear people talk. That's true. All right. Um, it's funny because uh, I was thinking about when you were talking about like road trips with kids. I remember we did this. We uh, obviously we we couldn't do anything really this summer, but um, we went to my fiance's, uh, my future father-in-law's house in the valley, and we took our nieces and nephews. And when you were like, when you you were just saying, oh, it doesn't look fun with traveling with four kids. It traveling with four kids. It was fun, but there was moments where I was extremely stressed. So yeah. like day one, yeah. like the on the way there, we had to get Chick Fil A, and you know when you get Chick Fil A for two people, you know you're like okay, it's like sixteen, seventeen bucks. But when you get Chick Fil A for six people, yeah, oh, wow. And the thing, and the thing is, is that the 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 dining room was closed, so the the line wrapped around twice. <laughs> the kids are hungry. They're like, I want this. The youngest, the youngest boy. It was it was really funny, but it was very annoying. He dropped his sandwich on the floor. Like as soon as he got it, like as soon as he got, like we drove, like we were, uh, we drove yeah. from Chick Fil A and we parked because we 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 wanted to eat in the car, but we couldn't eat any. We can't eat anywhere else. So we had to eat in the car, and I didn't want to eat while I drove, so we literally just drove down to the other part of the shopping center and just parked. 
and we were eating and you know having fun all this other stuff and i just hear like a like a like just a gas <laughs> crying and i'm like what's happening and apparently like he just dropped his sandwich and he was freaking out and like his older sister who's uh who's going to be a seventh grader uh is just like laughing at him and uh, we're like we it's a suburban so we're we, we can't i just can't go to the back and help him or and my fiance can't either and so like we had to yeah I, I had to get my coach's voice and be like hey like help your brother out like don't just like laugh at him while he's crying so she got his sandwich back together and he ate and he was fine <laughs> and then the next stressful moment we were coming back and um we had to like it, the bathroom oh my gosh the bathroom situation like once one has to go they all have to go <laughs> and you know we didn't have masks for him and so going to this travel center without masks i was like if we get covid this is it like we're done like <laughs> we all got it like i, I was freaking out like I, and i had my mask but like i felt like a jerk because i was the only one with the mask on <laughs> and i'm like hold your breath don't breathe in hurry up and wash your hands we gotta go but what don't what, talk what yeah what should have t- taken like a five ten like a five ten ten minute bathroom break ended up taking like twenty minutes because some people had didn't have to just go pee, so that took a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like anytime you add one child or then yes. however many, it's like an exponential amount of time to do anything. And I learned that. You know? I learned. Yeah. I learned that in one trip. Yeah, and um, it's a good lesson. But. I love, I love them. You know, they, they had a fun time. You know, their grandpa has a, a pool and a hot tub and that's all we did. Nice. We just stayed at the house and, you know, grilled and, and did that. So but um, when they become teens, it, it stills exponential. Like yeah. you think as they get older and they're no. able to control their bodily functions nope. and they're able to like express themselves more easily. No. Cause we did a no. road trip just this past week down to the Valley and we took a, ninth grader and a 12th grader or 11th grade, uh, sorry, ninth and 11th grader. And some things it was like, okay, let's do this. 30 minutes later, you're like, okay. Um, yeah. Are we done yet? Yeah. So, uh, no. but they were in the pool. They were in the pool, like literally the whole time. And you give them a phone, like their phone and their charger, they're fine. And then um, <laughs> we had some other, they had some other family come in and they have a, like it was, I, I, I got kind of mad because like, we're the fun uncle and aunt, right? We're bringing them and <laughs> of course we're, you are, you were doing all this stuff and you know, they're, uh, it's my fiance's cousin. So they're second cousins and she's, uh, I think she's a junior in college. So she's like 20, 21 and she knows TikTok. And as soon as she comes and starts doing TikTok with the kids, Ooh. like she's the cool person. And yes. I'm like, what the hell? I drove you six hours. <laughs> To come visit your grandfather, and I bought you snacks and Chick Fil A and all this. We didn't let you starve. And like, I take I'm taking care of you, but then like I'm the all like the old man, and my fiance is like the old lady, and she's and they don't want anything to do with this. They just want TikTok with their cousin, and I'm like, come on, man. You really are an adult, Marco. I know. This is this is you know like I put a roof over your head. Yeah. And I, you know, put some respect on it. You know, come on, like give me, give me, throw me a bone here. Like have some fun. You know, like oh my god, thank you so. I don't know. I don't need like a whole cake or anything. Just like acknowledge when I'm trying to have fun with you. Don't think like I'm just like nagging on you. Like have fun with me. 
Pay attention. I'm having fun with you. Come on. Yeah. Play with me, guys. Come yeah. on. So what, what's something you what what's a thing you normally look forward to in the summer? Or yeah, I was like, like I was about to say, Kristen, stuff? you want to ramble. You want to ramble. That was ramble right there. <laughs> I'll take your ramble. And I'll take your ramble and show you. Step it up. Should um, I like be nah, paying yeah, attention to grade y'all on your rambles? <laughs> I think I'm the one that gets off topic a lot. A standardized rubric, though. Yeah. Uh, so one thing. One up. So. Before I was engaged, when I was single, Marco, I would just like drink and play video games all day. But now, why can't you do it now? Well, I still do it now. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> I still do it now. But it's like now, um, I guess re- more recently for my summers, what I do is I, I use it. I use that time to like enjoy the things that I couldn't do during the school year. So I like to go shopping during the day, like go to the outlets. Or go to like a random like grocery store and do get my groceries like on a Tuesday afternoon or whatever. Things Tuesday you can't morning. do when you're yeah. in school. Things you just can't do. Have my yeah. appointments and stuff like that. So if it wasn't COVID, you know, usually we'd go shopping or whatever. You know, do things during the day that we normally can't do as teachers during the day during the school year. Um, you do all your yearly appointments. Yeah, usually <laughs> dentist is during that time. All that stuff. Yeah, um, makes sense. I do. Like uh, I. I, I use the time to get back on track with my health. So I work out pretty religiously during the summer and I try to do really good. Um, you know, now as we're preparing for the wedding and stuff like that, trying to fit into my suit. So now we have this whole regiment that we're doing, but you know, usually it's, it's just like what you guys said is just, you know, we don't really travel. Um, if we do travel recently, it's to the Valley. Um, or if it's West Texas, my family, we usually, my parents, uh, before I was engaged, we did, we did the trip like I did in my eighth, my seventh and eighth grade summer. We, uh, but now we add Vegas. So Vegas is pretty fun, but Vegas is closed right now. Um, but yeah, usually a road trip, like a major road trip, uh, before I got engaged was what I look forward to going to Colorado, New Mexico, the Southwest, just finding different places to go to. Um, I love road trips, uh, day trips uh, on the weekend, you know, like Lukenbach or mm. different areas, you know, in Central Texas, um, you know, maybe catch a baseball game or something in Houston or Dallas, but or some of oh, summer uh, concerts. I look forward to concerts or shows. Uh, I know in Austin at the, you know, Circuit of the Americas, they have a lot of concerts there. Um, but usually that and just, you know, just find little things to do that you normally can't do during the week when you're a teacher. So that's usually what I look forward to. Do y'all ever hit the like bored on uh, you know, like oh I'm kind of bored now of summer. Yeah. Does ever happen to y'all? Sometimes. I think it's more I'm playing a video game, like I'm tired of playing video games. That's different though than being bored of summer. Oh I, that like, was your oh, question? Oh, Hell no. I'm yo, y'all bored of summer. I want way. summer all day long. <laughs> Nope. I was like, um, I'll get bored in certain ways. Like, okay, um, I'm, I'm bored of, you know, maybe if I'm staying in China a little bit longer to clean up my apartment or go shopping or whatever, like I get bored with that, but then I just do something else. Yeah. That's the beauty of summer. It's like, I don't want to watch Twitch anymore. I'm going to go play, <laughs> you know, Where? Luigi's Mansion 3. Like, oh, I don't want to care about video games anymore i'm gonna go outside and go on a walk or whatever yeah. so 
The so world is your we, oyster. Yeah. So the so getting the most out of summer really is just kind of just taking back and reflecting, right? Just you know taking advantage of the time, going on walks, traveling. What else? Drinking. I think part is of it is me? Like, probably making, no. That's totally everybody. Everybody. Else too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it sounds like also just taking the time to do things you want on like a your, podcast yeah on your well exactly yeah, like on your schedule you yeah. know yes. like i have this day and there's nothing scheduled except for what i schedule exactly. if i want to schedule and so i think it's kind of like that choice piece like getting to choose and how you spend your time it's yeah. also i think a little bit different because other people who don't have summers like we do like they also don't bring home the workload that we do so i can't during the school year especially when i was in texas like i couldn't plan on like I, i'm going to go home and play video games for an hour oh no i'm taking home 120 papers to grade like yeah. all of a sudden all of these little things just get pushed aside and then I don't think that happens so much with other people because they don't take home their work like no. we do. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not all. There are other, there's our few that do, yes. but yes, it is, it is not, you know, eight 30 to four 30 or whatever the time mm -hmm. is that you're at the school. That is yep. the work of teaching for sure. Well, I mean, even the summer, I mean, we, none of us talked about this because we're talking about all the fun, you know, there is the professional development element. Yes. There's, you know, whether or not you're going <laughs> to teach summer school, there's whether or not you're going to do this, you know, like I, no. I decided this summer I was going to do a book study because it was a book I was already going to read. Okay. So <laughs> I, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad you said it. that. <laughs> It was already in my queue and then it popped up as a book study. So I'm like, all right, I'll see what other people say about it too. And like, I'll, it'll make me reflect more. But um, like I had actually planned on this summer only reading like non-improving reading. And ah, then, nice. and then that's not what happened because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the book study happened. <laughs> the book study happened. Well, and you know, I mean, there's, it, it's a time to be able to talk about things, you know, yeah. um, like, I mean, it's an anti-racist book study, you know? So, and I, I was like, Hey, people are talking about this now, like really openly. Awesome. Let's do this. Um, so, you know, I think there's for some people too, summer is also about making that choice of improving or not improving. You know, yes. like specifically, you know, and, and of course, how you judge for yourself what improving is, yada, yada. But um, I think that's another piece of it. But I think teachers, you know, thinking of like how you're going to use your summer to help you keep going as a teacher. Like, would you all say that's part of how you use your summer? Oh, yeah. it's, I think you know so. its purpose. Yeah. Part of its purpose is like, how am I going to go back in August? Like, yeah. I'm going to yes. do this. <laughs> like, what do I need to do this summer to make sure I can go back in August? Or just yeah. like make up all the fun that you couldn't have during the school year because you were swamped <laughs> with everything. You know that you just. Yeah. You could, how can I how can I compact like all this fun that I missed out on? You know, eight months out <laughs> of the true. year into two months, three, two and a half months. Yeah, but you and know. 
ultimately too. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Who's going ahead? Am I going okay, ahead I'll, or are you going ahead? I'll Kathleen, go. Ahead. go. Okay. Okay. Um, I think also it depends on the teacher, like how that's yeah. structured. Because I know, like Kristen, mm-hmm. when you said, like, do you get sick of some or bored of summer? And I think mm-hmm. some teachers, because I know I kind of fall into this category where at the very beginning of the first, like one or two days after summer starts, I'm still kind of processing. Okay, sometimes a week, mm-hmm. I'm still pro- processing the year. I'm Mm -hmm. still looking through things. I'm still like kind of reflecting on my teaching. I go through my, um, I have files called um, read this first before every unit. And I go through and read those um, for every unit just so that I can like think back and and just wonder like what else I could have done to be better. Um, But then at the end of the summer, actually you know, reading, reading, um, joining some online uh, PD, if it's available, which this year, there's a plethora of it's amazing. (laughs) I wonder why. Um, But it's, it's those sort of, um, as a teacher, some teachers like slowly trickle it in through the whole summer, some teachers, you know, spread it out. So Mm. I don't think any teacher truly gets bored with summer. Because I think we truly have plenty to do during summer yeah. when we think about it. Yeah. Sorry, Marco. You can go now. Oh, <laughs> you hit it right on the head. You know, like um, yeah. with all this stuff, I mean, it ultimately depends on the person. I know there's some people that have jo- uh, they do a second job during the summer because they want to make they want to double their income or make some extra yeah. money. Um, maybe not. Uh, some of them want to do it because they just can't sit at home and they work. And there's some True. that need to have that second income because they're the breadwinner in the family. Yep. So, you know, I think ultimately, you know, how do we make the most out of summer? It's, it's all personal and it's all what we, it usually it's just everything that we enjoy doing, you know, reading, playing video games, resting, traveling, driving, exercising. So all those things kind of combine into, you know, two months and, and you like, Oh, like, what y'all said too is it's just like a recharge you know how do i get back mm-hmm. you know how do i how am i going to get back to august you know and right now especially in this time i think everybody um i think the summer i'm i'm kind of pissed off about summer i feel like it was kind of taken away from us because yep. we spent the whole summer because technically we were to me it was almost like it, it felt and i'm not saying it felt like summer when we had you know when schools closed but it was definitely it definitely had that vibe to where I was at home and I was able to, you know, the, the way the schedule was, I didn't have to wake up as early. Um, I didn't have anywhere to go. So I was at home, you know, just teaching, but then there was a set time where the kids were on their own and I was on my own. And so it was, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, okay, what, what, how do I feel this time? And I was feeling that time with, you know, cooking for, uh, my fiance, like I was making lunches or I was making dinners or, you know, or, uh, you know, exercising the things that I normally would do during the summer, during the day, like it was happening when the school closures was happening. And then once school technically finished, right, quote unquote finished, you know, then summer was technically a thing, but the whole summer was ruined in a sense, because we had to figure out, okay, how do, how are we going to go back? You know, mm-hmm. and now you fast forward to now, and there was a lot of people that still took advantage, you know, road trips, social distance, you know, happy hours, things like that. But now it's like we're going back to school. 
And how is that going to look like? Question. Um, how long did y'all distance learn for? Because I know all weeks. districts were different. It was like Twelve six. Well, it was one entire marking period, right? And then like a six weeks marking period and then a few weeks. So basically like after our spring nine break. weeks. Yeah, it was yeah. it was definitely for our calendar. We'd go by nine weeks. So it was a full nine weeks. So we were we were nine weeks. we were yeah teaching virtually for nine weeks. And now it looks like we're going to be teaching virtually for another three weeks. Yeah. I don't know. We Not we least. distance learned since February 5th. Wow. Until July until June 11th. And so you're at three your international months. school. Mm -hmm. Because since we were in China, they close our schools um, right after Chinese New Year. Um, so I'm yeah, I definitely that. not looking forward to if I can't get back into China, I will probably be distance learning. In the um, States? Uh, yes. Until I can get back into China. Now, how that's going to look, the school hasn't talked about it because there are teachers on the ground in China at our school. So I don't know what my role will be. Um, but I know that summer totally has been, just like you said, Marco, kind of stolen. Yeah. Uh, not just because I can't do anything, but mainly because of the concern and the worry and the mm -hmm. slow, like the low grade anxiety that seems to just be on, just be like a coat on me at all times. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really important thing for everyone to recognize the, well, I mean, the anxiety and stress that is on everyone, yes. you know, like this uncertainty and also this, you know, somewhat of a distrust, I think, yeah. um, yes. you know, the, and, you know, like we talked about at the beginning with the headlines, like what is happening, who is talking to who, who is actually in charge, who's actually the decision makers in these yep. situations um, and, and feeling that. And so I think this is, is a summer where it's even more important to find and cling to those things that help you recharge and then finding what you can do when you can't do the normal things. Yeah. Right? Yes. If travel is your normal thing for you, like what else can you do? Like I, I would do like lunch date hangouts and, you know, things like that with friends. So now I'm doing like video game hangouts or, you know, um, just finding all those alternatives to help you connect with people who are also going to help you recharge too. Like, um, you know, I took a break from social media this week because it was freaking me out. Like I yes. could not, like my, my feed was just full of anxiety yep. because I have so many friends who are teachers and, you know, like, and everyone's feeling anxious and that's what everybody's putting out there. And like, I totally get that. But like, I had to cut myself off from that because it was affecting me. Yeah. And so instead of going to Facebook or instead of just going to social media, I would go to my book or I would go play with my daughter or I'd go play that game or, you know, like, or yeah. I'd do some yoga, you know? So I was, since I didn't have that like outlet to just like fall down that hole, like I was able to spend my time in ways that are non-anxiety inducing. <laughs> so I think there's also like a time to be informed and a time to act and then a time to like 
disconnect, you know, like if you feel like you've acted enough, you feel like you're informed enough, or you feel, you know, like making sure that you're, you're giving yourself that recharge, um, is really super important. Yeah. Yeah. Finding somewhere, somehow, some way Mm -hmm. to separate yourself sometimes. I know, um, like my husband, he doesn't, he's not on Facebook. He's, um, quite frequently there'll be days where he doesn't check like the news or certain things. Cause he's like, it just makes me angry and I can yeah. totally understand that. Yeah. And if there's nothing for you to do with that anger, you know, then you have to ask yourself like, what is the point yes. of this? You know, it's like, it's, that's where I'm like, I, I want to be involved in, ter- in, and as far as that, I'm going to do something. Um, you know, or I, if I'm learning something from this, great. If all this is doing is creating anxiety in my body and in my mind, then I can't, <laughs> I don't want to be going back to school on Xanax. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? <laughs> if I can avoid that, I got to do it. Um, so do, should we dream school it? I think, I think we hit the, the nail, I think we hit the nail around the head, you know, with yeah. everything. Um, just in a, in a normal summer situation, you know, there's those things that we look forward to. And, you know, I I think right now in this situation that we're in, um, it kind of leads into the next episode of, uh, what is happening, uh, going back to school. So we're going to probably talk about that in episode four, but, uh, yeah, let's end it with dream school, dream school, summer send off. So, uh, Kathleen, so we end every podcast with our dream school and we talked about, you know, there's no, uh, you know, everybody's happy. Everybody has, you know, we have the money, we have the funds. Yeah. There's no, no, putting any practical, just whatever you want, whatever you want. Wow. Total Um, dream school. So your dream school, think about your dream school, your summer send off, because we talked about summer. Right. We didn't have a proper summer send off for our kids this year. But if we had no COVID dream school summer send off, go. So I'm trying to come up with something that I want perfect for my school. Is that what I'm understanding or Or, myself? And it can be something that you do like, hey, you know what? I don't need a dream. This is what I do. And it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I, I I have to say at the school I'm at, I am very very lucky because every day I make it a point because we have block scheduling. So I get my students every other day for a good chunk of time that we spend maybe 10, 15 minutes just talking about science in the world. Oh, and it's about anything they want. And sometimes it's in the middle of the lesson. Sometimes it's at the end or the beginning, but they'll ask the most random stuff. And we, I always budget time that we can go off on a tangent and that we can talk about anything. Sometimes I have to do some research. They'll ask me a question. I'm like, well, let's look it up right now. And I think I've had a lot of students say that's why they love science is because they can actually ask questions that they care about. And that really is important to me because I tell them you might not feel like you're great at science, but I hope you can enjoy science and know the beauty of science and just be comfortable asking questions. And hopefully um, being able to find reliable resources to find the answers. Um, right. <laughs> that, yeah. that part's a little iffy sometimes. Um, 
but yeah, that is my just, no matter what school I go to, I always hope I have that to, to help spark the wondering students. So if you were, so last day of school, what would it look like? Would you just say like, would you still do that? Or how would you, how would you let them leave your class? Um, Class on that note. Yeah, pretty much the, I try to end it. Like I start it, like we do our uh, glow or not closing rows. Sorry. They do their um, celebrations and um, our school has a, like a home base. So I have, you know, 10 to 12 awesome kids that I get to see every single day before school. And then I get to see them every other day for an hour after school. And we just talk and we kind of work through our feelings and that's where we do our social emotional learning. And so you get to know this group really well. And I'm sad that this year we didn't get to take an end of the year photo. And I'm sad that we, so, cause I, in all other years, except for this one, I wrote them little notes on the back of these pictures. And sometimes it's a quote, sometimes it's a memory, sometimes it's an encouragement. Um, And so I wish I had those for my kiddos, but as long as they're healthy and happy and live to learn another day, then that's all I really need them. You know, that's all I really hope for them. That's awesome. How about y'all? How can you you top that, Kristen? Like, that was really good. (laughs) I don't think I can. I'm just like what she said. Um, You know, I think what, what Kathleen was saying, you know, obviously too with like English background, you know, I'm very about reflection you know, what, what has the year been? What has, you know, what, what have you done positive? uh, You know, and also focusing on like the positive, you know, what did you learn? If you had challenges, what did you learn? Or if you had, um, you know, if you had great moments, what were those great moments? Um, But doing some kind of celebration, some kind of uh, reflection, piece i'm i you know i've and it's also interesting you know 14 15 years whatever in education like how i would send kids off at the beginning and now would be very different right um i've loosened up a little and relaxed a little (laughs) um but yeah more on that like social connection like leaving school on a positive connection whatever that might look like yeah Um, you know is what i would want for kids yeah, mine's uh, totally left field from what y'all said. Uh, inflatables. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's hear it. Inflatables. Let's party. Not like inflatable. Like... We've, done that. We've done that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like I was thinking, like when it, when when Talent I was thinking show. about this ah. uh, summer uh, send off, I was like, you know, the middle school, uh, both middle schools, the middle school I currently work at, and the middle school that we all worked at. You know, our our summers, we had the inflatables and, and water, all this stuff like that right there was like, you want, yeah, I would love, you know, y'all are right. Let's reflect and let's, <laughs> you know, how can we grow as people, right? And then but at the fun. same it's time, nice let's have too. some freaking fun and let me throw true. a water balloon at your face. So that's true. Dream school, no budget or the budget's limitless, like freaking water park. Let's just go have fun. You know, you guys made it another year and we should just have a giant water gun fight. Yeah, let's do it. That'd be amazing. Dream school. That's that's and especially like being in uh, being in Texas and it's so hot. 
you know. Oh my gosh, that's true. Fun. Everybody would go home burned. Yeah, just make sure you bring sunscreen. <laughs> Our but, school uh, does have something like that already. Oh, lucky. You're making me miss. Yeah, that's definitely better than than uh, finishing school up with exams. Yeah, oh, poor high school students. <laughs> yeah, that's not. I'm sorry, exams. Kristen. But to be fair, yeah, y'all have like, like half okay. days, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, they do two exams and then they let them go at like one or one thirty, uh, which means teachers are also, you know, able to um, finish grading the tests. Right? Yeah. Well, if you give an end of course exam, so it kind of depends based on the course, yep. you know, whether or not you do it in May. But I didn't have to because we have, for English, they have an end-of-course exam from the state. So we didn't have to give an exam oh, in May. Um, nice. No exams. So, you know, I, I couldn't do inflatables. But, like, you know, we have, like, cooperative games and, you know, things that we, we – and I would give them, like, reflective options and, you know. Yeah, they pick Or if game. we had to finish up presentations or something, you know, yeah. like, different things. So, some something that's you know at least within the class that's of a celebratory nature you know still acceptable yeah, yeah. some kids but, don't uh, want to get wet yeah <laughs> that's fine well they can go they can go and you know there's inflatables they can go bounce around and have fun yeah but the ones that want to get wet they're gonna get a water balloon in the face yeah nice just one so there we go that's good times summer send off reflection inflatables. We had a good talk. I think it did. was. Thank y'all for inviting me. I really yeah. enjoyed Thanks this. for coming. Yeah, thanks for being a part of it. I came all the way from China to be with you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just for this podcast. <laughs> yes. And we I just used- knew it was going to happen. So I had to come prepared. <laughs> and Anchor made it, it. See, I'm doing it again. I'm sponsoring Anchor. Anchor made it all possible for us. So. Thank you, yeah, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Thanks to Anchor. <laughs> so that's it. That's making the most out of the summer. Um, our next episode will be about going back to school. Uh, we'll give you all an update Oof. about uh, what it's going to look like in our area. Um, we'd love to hear what's happening in where you're at. So subscribe. Um, we just started uh, we, we started releasing all the episodes. So right now we're on Spotify and a few other places, but more places are coming soon, like Apple Podcasts. So make sure you share it with your friends. Follow us on Twitter at T3 underscore podcast. And we'll see you next time. I'm Marco. I'm Kristen. And, and I'm Kat. And there's <laughs> Kathleen. Don't forget me. This is my Don't only forget time on you. So thanks for joining us, Kathleen. Really say it again. But, uh, but that's it. Thanks for tuning in to Teachers Talking Teaching. We'll see you in the next episode.